0: is Tuesday, December 11th, 2018. And hello, everyone, wherever you are, whatever time you're listening. I'm your host, Diane Morgan, and I'm glad you're here. I'm coming to you live from Texas. I'm a spiritual coach and energy healer, as well as an angel intuitive, a published author, and I do many, many other things. And I'd like to open our show with a prayer. And this is a prayer for manifesting peace and love by Lynn Ames. Archangel Michael, Archangel Raphael, I call upon you now. Please come to us, to our family members of origin, our family members of choice, and those with whom we interact, living Mm -hmm.
1: our past.
0: Help each of us to be our very best most authentic selves. Help us to fulfill our divine life purpose, to be of service, and to shine light wherever we go. Please feel and surround us with divine white light to heal and protect us. Please help each of us to know true inner peace and to radiate that peace outward into the world around us. Please help us to open our arms, our minds, and our hearts to give and receive love. Help us to know that we are loved, we are loving, and we are lovable. Help us to see and recognize love in the world and in ourselves. Please help us to focus on that love and to spread it everywhere we go. Please help us to be true messengers of love and peace. Help us to lift up ourselves and others in gratitude for your blessings. Thank you. And so it is. Amen. And we'd first like to thank you for joining us here on International Angels Network. We're the network that explores the woo-woo, spirituality, metaphysical, and mystical topics. We talk about angels and spirit guides and signs from spirit, fairies, dragons, the afterlife, energy healing, the divine, and much, much more. And we love introducing spiritual entrepreneurs. So let's get a few announcements out of the way before we bring on my guest. So if this is your first time listening to us, we're a live call-in show with several ways to call. The last half of the show, we will be taking your calls for questions for our guests and free mini-readings. So give us a ring at 1-516-453-9162 and press 1 to get in the queue. And keep the number handy because it's the same for all of our shows. And if you're listening on Blog Talk, you can Skype into the show for free from anywhere around the world. You'll see the Skype icon while we are live on air at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Network. Plus, if you go to our Facebook fan page and you like our page, you can also listen to our show there while we're live on air. And press 1, whichever way you call, so that way you get in the queue with your question, And you never have to miss any of our shows. You can tune in on Blog Talk. All of our shows are archived. Or you can listen on iTunes. And we're on several platforms like Google Play Music, Blueberry, Sketchers, Player FM, TuneIn Radio, Radio Public, Podbean, uh, MyTuner Radio, and there are many others. And you can listen to us on Alexa and Echo Amazon devices. So we're there whenever you want to listen to us. And all of our live shows are brought to you by Audible by Amazon. And Audible offers thousands, hundreds and thousands of titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP three player. And you get a free audiobook download today with a thirty day free trial at www.audibletrial.com dot com forward slash international angels, which in turn helps support our online network and for that we are grateful. We'd like to thank Holistic Light Rejuvenation Center for Our network sponsor, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and you can find out more about Holistic Light Rejuvenation Center on our website. And also tonight's show is sponsored by www.uniteinthelight.com, created by Susie Parrott, one of our Saturday hosts, or our London Saturday host, I should say, and myself with the guidance from the Archangels. We are offering a once-a-month class for five month, for a five-month course online, and this will begin on January the thousand and nineteen. And in our course, Connect with the Angels, you'll learn how your energy affects others. Uh, you'll learn how to connect with your energy field. Um, how you uniquely communicate with the angels. We're all unique, so we have different ways, and they have different ways of communicating with us through what we call our mediumistics. And we'll help you with tools to strengthen your communication skills, um, how signs come to to us. Um, We'll have exercises and meditations to meet your guardian angels and the archangels. And then each class is interactive with us and it will be recorded so you can go back and listen to the classes anytime you want. Or if you, for some reason, have to miss a class, a live class, you can still have access to the lessons. So start the new year with us and the angels. We'll be sharing our experiences and information to help others open communication with the angels. And you can find more information at about that at www.uniteinthelight.com or you can email us at uniteinthelight444 at gmail.com. So now let me tell you a little about my special guest, Catherine McIntyre. She's the author of two spiritually inspired memoirs, Honor in Concord, Seeking Spirit in Literary Concord, which was published in 2008, and the Tarot Whisperer, Channeling the Spirit of Henry David Tarot, and that was released this year in 2018. She is also a natural psychic and clairvoyant, an astrologer, a UFO experiencer, and sometimes a ghost investigator, whose blog about ghostly experiences in Maine led to her story being included in a book, Greg Latimer, entitled Ghost of the Booth Bay Region. She holds a BA in English from Michigan State University and is a longtime member of the Thoreau Society and the founder of the Concord Writer, which is a literary and published concern dictated to the dedicated, excuse me, to the words, wisdom, and enduring spirit of Henry David Thoreau. She is currently working on a novel. Set at the sea set in the seaside town. Ooh, that's a tongue twister. Seaside town of Marblehead, Massachusetts. You can find her website at www.theconcordwriter.com, and on Twitter, she's also on Twitter and LinkedIn at Catherine McIntyre, The Concord Writer. So the best way to contact her is by email at cmc at com. So let's bring Miss Catherine on now. Hi, Diane. Hi, Catherine. How are you this evening? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. I want to thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Certainly. So... First, I'm sure a lot of our listeners would love to know, um, have you always had or when was, you, were you first aware of your psychic and clairvoyant abilities? Hmm.
2: Um, I've had this all my life. So I would say I was first aware of it in just, you know, the earliest childhood uh, experiences. So very much a psychic child um i have um i have uh older siblings and the uh two sisters who like to joke about that i had um i had you know, pretend friends. You know, they would call them, <laughs> but I would because I was talking to people that weren't there, and they right. just assumed I was, you know, making up friends. And I'm, I like you know, later as I went on in life, I'm like, I wasn't making those up; they were there. You know, I was talking to them. So I say the it, same
1: thing, honey.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I was told when so I was funny. a child I had imaginary friends, and, yeah, and you know, I'd, as life has gone on, it's friends. kind of like they were not imaginary; they were there, y'all just couldn't hear them. <laughs>
2: exactly. So that's that's where it went. That's as far back as it goes for me is all that kind of stuff, too. So
0: So you wrote um, a channeled book with Henry Thoreau. Mm -hmm. I think I'm pronouncing that right.
2: Yeah, it's Thoreau.
0: Thoreau. Okay. Yeah. So I think the question to answer for our listeners before we get into how he contacted you is who was Henry Thoreau?
2: Okay. Well, um, Henry David Thoreau was an author in mid-19th century, lived in Concord, Massachusetts. He's very well known as that man that went out and lived in the cabin in the woods and then wrote about it. So he wrote the book called Walden and then later wrote an essay, or maybe earlier wrote an essay on civil disobedience that people are constantly quoting from as well. Um, So he was very well known in his time, but he, he only lived like 44 years so it was a pretty short life and a pretty impactful one, you know, considering who he was and, you know, what he did. He was a believer in the Transcendentalist movement and of that period of time and a follower of Emerson and a friend of Emerson. And um, so.
3: So did
0: you have an interest in him before you moved to uh, Concord?
2: I, I did. I mean, I, I... I, other than the psychicness growing up, I was also very determined to write, and so I became, you know, a writer. By the time I was 10 and 12, I was talking about writing books, and and at 12, I was telling my mother I was going to move to Boston. I, I knew I had to be in that area, and and uh, so all of the pieces were coming into into place, you know, where, which was kind of leading me in the direction. When I first got here and on a trip visiting in 82, I talk about in Honor and Concord, you know, coming in to Concord for the first time felt like I was, uh, you know, coming back to a place in my heart that I had always known. Um, it was just, everything was familiar to me. It seemed like where I needed to be. So that was, um, you know, back in the 80s. And it, and I write about in um, Honor and Concord that, or in uh, The Sorrow Whisperer, that by the time um, this was taking place, which was now in in, in 2006, um, 20 years have gone by since those initial episodes in Concord and, and the initial signs I was getting that were pulling me in the direction that this was going to take place. But it really took 20 years for it to fully manifest.
0: Mm-hmm. So, um, so it was the past life calling that there were other life lessons to learn in this lifetime
2: before I, you I got think- there. Yeah, I think so. Or, or, I, or I think that at least in this life I had this as part of my mission that I was going to, mm-hmm. you know, be the person that you know he he could connect to for whatever reason. I mean, I was able to discover that we are cousins. Um, you know, so he's like my fifth cousin six times removed. I discovered oh, that I through some ancestry mm-hmm. research, and as a result of of one day during the channeling, him going, you know, I I had. At the same time I was doing the channeling, I got interested in ancestry research, and one day I was busy doing that instead of channeling, and he kind of came over my shoulder and said, "You know, I'm your cousin too." you know and I was like, "No way, come on, this can't be real, you know you can't be my cousin and so I went and researched, and I you know pretty much determined at least to satisfy myself that that was correct that he was in fact my cousin, so I think the ties are Kind of in every direction,
1: mm-hmm. you know, I'm very mm-hmm.
2: strong, and uh, that pulled me into doing this. So
0: so you felt that I mean, you were drawn like to Concord because of, of the row then? Yes. Yeah. I,
2: I think ultimately because of that tie and because of, you know, the need for this to happen. And mm-hmm. um, and ultimately, you know, it did, which <laughs> it just took a long time to go about. Um, but I think it was always there, Um
0: as something that was going to take place so so you want to tell us how did the channeling come about
2: well you know i I moved to concord and, and i had just graduated with my degree in english and i was a very reluctant scholar you know i really just wanted to write my books the way i wanted to write books and and not be in in you know a scholarly situation or or be a teacher or anything and um, so I was constantly kind of at battle with that, but at a certain point I joined the Thoreau Society, and I sort of, you know, they're they're kind of very academically oriented. So it was sort of like I was a like a fish out of water or something in a way. Like I didn't belong <laughs> necessarily there, but I was being so strongly drawn there that I had to stay. So it was, um, you know, just kind of uh, slowly. Um, finding my place and finding where I fit into that, and then realizing that amongst that very kind of scholarly crowd, there were a lot of us that were similar to me in more of a—we were more enthusiastic than you know about our interest in Thoreau and you know more spiritually inclined maybe um, than a lot of the others were. And so, you know, I began to um, make contacts with amongst that crowd, and so that became really helpful but um but in those years i i was able to um i met um brad dean who was the man who edited and published the rose unfinished manuscripts and i returned to a graduate program at leslie at one point that i was setting up to be about the Concord writers and i asked brad to take part in that so he became a guide or you know like a Uh, academic guide to me in a sense during that program so he agreed to step in so he became my mentor in a way uh, in that program and also in the Thoreau Society really Um, and so we had that connection and then um, the channeling began when um, Brad passed suddenly in January of 2006 and I was not You know, he wasn't somebody I was in continual contact with, and I had dropped out of the program at Leslie, so um, I hadn't really spoken to him since the last annual gathering, which takes place in July every year. So it's like six months later, I hadn't heard from him, hadn't been in touch, and then suddenly I saw him, and he was in my dining room, and I was... uh, it was the one year anniversary of my mother's death and I was kind of psychically trying to connect to her. And, um, instead I connected to Brad and I kind of had this moment with him where, you know, we were kind of communicating and, you know, things hadn't been left that well with us. And so we were kind of communicating apologies and just, you know, different things. And then I kind of, I snapped out of that and said, you know, that's crazy. He can't, you know, why am I talking to Brad? Like I talk to mom and dad, you know, Brad's not dead. And I found out a few hours later that, in fact, he was, and that what I had just experienced was him coming to me. And, um, you know, that led into, a couple days later, me going to um, a psychic reading um, in Salem where I had gone for years. I'd seen George um, Fragos, who was at Angelic of the Angels in Salem. Well, he had since passed, so this day I went in and had my first reading with Barbara, uh, Reverend Barbara there. And it was um, quite mind-blowing because by the end of the reading she said, you know, not only is Brad going to continue to work with you um, from spirit the way he did in life, but that Thoreau would soon be working with me too. And that was in January of '06. and... Um, and by November of 06, the channeling had begun. So.
1: Oh, goodness.
0: So will you um, tell us what are some of the messages that Thoreau shared with you?
2: Uh, you know, his messages are they're very consistent with what, had always been his message um, in, in terms of the transcendentalism and that. But, you know, he really talks about seeking truth within, you know, seeking that connection to the divine wisdom that's within all of us, or, you know, that ability to connect to the divine wisdom, maybe it's a better way to say it. But the direction mm-hmm. to do that is to go within. And so it's just, you know, he his purpose is really the same in that, you know, those are the kinds of things that he was writing about. You know, people think of Thoreau as an anarchist, which is, it's not correct, and, you know, a, a poli- really politically minded, and, and he's not. He's a spiritually minded person, and, and that's what he cared the most about. So, you know, he talked a lot about um, that same message, you know, reach within yourself, find that power. He talks about... Um, you know, what we now know, think of as like the secret or, you know, manifesting, the ability that we mm-hmm. have to manifest our own um, necessarily desires, but um, and uh, so he talks about that and, and he talked about it in the writing he did when he was alive and then he comes back to that in the channeling and, you know, says, yes, you know, you can do that. Um, he talks about you know, responsibility, personal, you know, the issue of personal responsibility that comes up even more so when you are, you know, the more connected that you are. And, um, and you know, taking, uh, I, I think it, well, I want to say like conscious action. He calls it right action. You know, you know the right thing to do when you do the right, right. thing. You know, that
0: that kind of thing.
3: Mhm. So, you know, appears-
0: what I felt was that he was misunderstood when he was alive. He was actually a spiritual guru, for lack of a better term, uh, and before his time. It's the way yeah. that I felt in reading in reading your book. Yeah. Um, because, as you said, I mean, everything he talks about in your book you know, that you channeled for him is what we're doing today in on our spiritual journeys. And what mm-hmm. so many of us are teaching.
2: Yes. Yeah, it's very consistent with that. The mm-hmm. um, I think I think part of the the reason for this book and that is, is to kind of get his message to a broader audience than might you know not have seen it otherwise because he's a tough mm-hmm. one to read uh, for a lot of people. But I think you know I I I think I said to you earlier the off air with the um people who have done the spiritual work who are on the path that like you and a lot of your listeners are on, um, are going to find his work easy to read, you know, because now, like, it's not like when we were in high school before we did all the spiritual work, and we looked at his books and thought, oh,
0: man, ick,
2: I don't want to read that. I don't know what he's talking mm-hmm. about. Well, you know, now <laughs> we know what he's talking about. Now we're somewhat so,
0: enlightened, and we understand yeah, what he's talking about. <laughs> yeah, so
2: so he's a very easy read now for people who are on a spiritual path. They're going to get him Um you know, he's trying to appeal to a much broader audience, and I know that was always Brad's concern too. in his his work um, was that you know there tends to be a lot of preaching to the choir that goes on within the Thoreau Society, and uh, he he always wanted to reach out and and reach a broader group of people. And I think that's what what Thoreau's attempting to do here too is call people back to the core of his message, which is spiritual, but also to reach out to a lot more people than would have considered him before
1: right so
0: part of the the teach them in the masses movement i believe that we're going through now so how did you feel about being a a psychic and channeling thoreau in this way
3: well
2: you know i I, i've been a very reluctant psychic all my life (laughs) where i think i you know like i said i had this ability growing up i had a mother that was very i think she she had her own abilities but she was very in denial about it and so she tried to teach me to be in denial about it and did a pretty good mm-hmm. job really um to get me to question you know no you must be dreaming you must be you know there must be another reason and so it took me a long time to kind of dig through all that stuff and then to get okay with it. So, you know, when I talk about this experience and describe the book, I say, you know, this was when I had to really um, hone my psychic abilities and really mm-hmm. face the fact that, you know, this was happening and I had to get over my doubts about it and really focus and and use those abilities to let this event occur and,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: to try to capture the message that he's trying to convey mm-hmm. as best I could. And at the same you know, time, I kind I, of kind of you know captured my right, own message in the midst of it as right, well,
0: right, right, um you know, which getting back to what you said, you know, being told, oh, you must have dreamed that, oh, you didn't see that, and I think yeah. there were so many of us and so many of our listeners out there as well, that I always say we're all connected, there's no you know you can't convince me, we're God's spark, we're all connected, so it's just a yeah. matter of honing in your communication skills because spirit speaks to each of us differently uniquely Yes. and so you know I understand exactly where you're coming from with that because I just kind of always knew things but it was never anything that we could discuss when I was growing up it was like my mother would just say you have gifts that most won't understand we just don't talk about them so she didn't deny that I had them but yet I became attuned to society that you don't talk about them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I got continue? a dose of that as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. And now we're we're breaking free. Like I said, you know, teaching yeah. them the masses and and um, going forward. Well, a lot of my um, my own personal
2: intent in this is just to talk about this stuff in a more. Um, in a reality based way because that's the right, exact not exactly. in like some airy fairy way or like we're all kooky. um mm-hmm. we're not i mean these things really ha- have happened and you know i'm ready i'll talk about any any of the stuff that i've experienced now because it it's it was real and it needs to be talked about in that context because um it's real
0: for a lot of people mm-hmm. and um you know and I think, yeah i think more and it's, more it's coming out in mainstream You know, uh, that it's being more accepted um, or more accepted than it was when I was a child. (coughs) Excuse me. Because even my, you know, my children in their 30s, and they're acceptant of it. And then my grandchildren, of course, are, are younger. And, you know, they ask some of the most enlightening questions. Mm -hmm. You know, coming coming in on this higher vibration. That you know, because Spirit has said to me that, and this is what we teach that you know, the more that awaken to the the spirit within themselves, the higher Mm -hmm.
1: we
0: elevate, the higher vibration we we have on the planet. So it helps everybody. So you know, I picture a world one day where. Everybody understands it, and they're communicating this way. Mm-hmm. But, so, do you continue to com- connect with Thoreau and, and other others in spirit?
2: I do. Um, I it's I, certainly not as readily as it was during the years of the channeling. Mm-hmm. That was that was pretty much an everyday occurrence. But um, I think.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: I, he what? just asked me to ask you. <laughs> uh, I, What does he think of his book, the book you channeled? I'm sorry, but I heard it loud and clear. Ask her what I think of the book. I would say he's here with us right now.
1: Well, what
2: does
0: he think of the book, (laughs) if you're talking to him? Well, he's telling me that he told you what he thought of the book, but he thinks that you did a fine job with the book, and it's very simple for people to read and to understand where yes. he was coming from, that he was long before his time is what he's saying. Yes. Oh yes. Yeah. That's for sure. Oh, and I'm, I'm getting really hot. So <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's funny. Yeah. No, they seem to be pleased with that. I, I was, you know, there, there were different stages within the channeling where. Um, you know, I was getting certain information from them, like we wanted to be a certain way, we wanted the cover to look a certain way, we wanted the title Mm -hmm. to be something. And, you know, it was like things got changed along the way. So I'm kind of left like, you know, part of me thinks, Well, they wanted me to change that title and then I think I wonder if they like the title because you know I mean things like that would happen. So I'm a little like it was
1: somewhat meticulous. (laughs) It was just sort of
2: like well, yeah, we want it to be like this, but ideally, but go ahead and, you know, do this if it'll make it you know, if more people will read it if you change the title, then let's change the title. You know, and I'm like, But well, mm-hmm. I like the first title you know, so there was a lot of this kind of silliness going on.
0: Oh, yeah, um, I say all the time, people don't and don't truly if they aren't connecting with spirit and or they're not having these conversations, how comical spirit can be because oh, it's, it's just yeah. like you and I talking and they come exactly. out with some stuff sometimes that I'll just start laughing, because shaking yeah. my head as if yeah. uh, you know, as if I was talking to a human standing in front of me, and, and people around me will look at me and like, what is she doing? I have to be careful
2: because I'm talking to them a lot, and and I mm-hmm. have to remember when I'm out in public, like I can't be doing this, or people you know really think I'm oh, crazy. Do. I'm like, don't they see that person that I'm talking to? No, they don't.
0: So, <laughs> so it becomes a little
2: strange, but.
1: Anyhow. Oh well I have a motto,
0: darling, why be normal, you know, because one, one I that's just my Yeah. It is. Yeah. It
2: really is. Well and it's much more you know, genuine. it's you know mm-hmm. more to be your authentic like, stuff. It's yes. really, Yeah. It's what's yeah. really happening. So yeah. um but no, I'm in touch with them. I mean they're they're around a lot. I I um I feel like um, you know, there we had a mission, and then the mission was done, and then they kind of mm-hmm. went their way. But you know, during the time it was happening, there it was quite active and quite funny all the time. And mm-hmm. and I've been you know battling my own disbelief or you know lack you know questioning myself all, all along the way. So there would be really funny moments. Some of them are included in the book where you know they're teasing me about you know, one day he was like, It's like you're wearing unmatched socks and I thought that was just the <laughs> funniest thing, you know, it's like on one hand I'm doing the book, on the other hand I'm denying it's happening. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. It, it exactly. Was just, you know just funny And waking stuff. you up yeah. in the middle of the night and et cetera and et cetera. Oh yes. uh, yeah. well katherine as always the time flies and we're already going into the half the last half oh, of our show. So let me give a few announcements for this week's shows and then we'll open our lines for questions with Catherine, our free mini readings, and that's going to be at 1-516-453-9162 and be sure and press 1 to get in the queue. And this week's show information on International Angels Network, tomorrow, Wednesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, that's December the 12th, is Angel Talk with Sue with Sue Broom. And her guest is Kim Richardson. And they're going to be talking, excuse me, about the upcoming book, 52 Weeks of Gratitude Journal. Now, Sue is a part of the book. And I know she has uh, a couple of days in there. And then there's also a deck of uh, of cards. And she has two cards in the deck. So that ought to be a lot of fun, having them two together. And then Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, December 13th is Walking with Spirit with Dr. Ruth Anderson, and her guest is Monica Augustine, and this will be a live show with open lines. Saturday at 2 p.m. Eastern, December 15th is Angelic Light with our London host, Susie Parrott, and her show is going to be about dragon energy, and then she will also be offering free readings. And our 4 p.m. Saturday show, Divine Guidance with Shishi O'Donnell, will be returning on January the 5th. There's no show on Sunday, but next Tuesday, December 18th, you can join me back here for a holiday angel party with the archangels. And uh, we'll be talking about the archangels and uh, how they can help us with holiday stress. And then we'll be be doing free angel guidance readings. And you can connect with me on our website at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com forward slash Diane, that's D I A N N E. And if you want to know more about working with me, you can go to my website at DianeMorgan.com. I offer distant and in person healing and angel guidance readings, mediumship, and teachings. I also work with the Angels for Energy Clearing and Blessings of People, Homes, and Offices. As well as if you live in like a three-hour radius of the Texas Hill Country, I am ordained and I perform spiritual wedding ceremonies. Also, we invite you to take a look at our International Angels Network uh, Spiritual Entrepreneur Membership. And this is a program and it's under the membership tab on our website where we provide uh, one-on-one help with tips that will help you create and expand your spiritual business. Plus, you get your own IAM webpage and a listing in the IAM directory, and we advertise your business um, on a show, and we offer ongoing support, coaching, and mentoring for all spiritual entrepreneurs worldwide, not just angel practitioners. And You can find more details on our website under the membership tab. Or if you'd like to be a guest on our show, fill out the short form on our website under the guest tab, you can pick the day of the week that best works for you, and the host of that day will be in be in touch with you. And all that information and more can be found at www.internationalangelsnetwork.com. dot com. So, Catherine, would you give uh, your contact information again, really quick?
2: Uh, sure. My uh, website is theconcordwriter.com. dot the, com. Uh, it's Concord, Massachusetts. C O N C U R D Writer dot com and um, my email address is cmc at theconqueredwriter dot com
3: right. and
2: I'm on Twitter uh, under I guess you'd search the Conquered Writer on Twitter if you want to follow I do a lot of Thoreau tweets and just some miscellany
3: mm-hmm. and
2: um, also on LinkedIn. And I need to get on a few. And then more,
0: you're you're also gonna be at the New England Authors Expo. Anyone who lives in the New Hampshire, Sandown, New Hampshire. Yep, area. In Sandown, New Hampshire. It's mm-hmm. coming up and in uh, January. January 18,
2: thousand nineteen. Yep. And I'm doing um, Supernatural Realm radio show, uh, with Tim Roxbury on January twenty second. And I'll have yeah. more information. It's on the it's LNM Radio Network. I'll have more info on the website about that. And a couple others your, coming up soon website. that I don't have scheduled yet, so I won't mention yet.
0: Wonderful. So, yeah, I'll keep us updated. Okay, are you ready for callers? I'm ready. All right. So it's time for callers. Our lines are open at 1-516-453-9162. Press 1 to get in the queue. Don't be shy. We have Sharon from Nebraska. Hi. Hi, Sharon. How are good you this evening?
3: Good, good. I enjoyed listening, and I was excited to be able to see what you can um, pick up for me, from my angels or kind of anything that's going on A general reading. Okay. We can do that. Okay, I'm going to
0: use the angel answer cards and pull a card for you. And this one keeps wanting to come out. Hmm. You have a lot going on in your life right now. Uh,
1: the card you yes, I do. for you it,
0: <laughs> the card the angels gave you is ask for help from others. Yeah. That you're trying to trying. juggle so many things and you don't have to do it all by yourself, and, you know, it's hard for us to learn that it may not be the way that we do it, is what they're saying, but it's yeah. time to ask for help, that it's not necessary to do everything on your own. So your angels are asking you to reach out to those around you for assistance and allowing others really to learn can.
3: Yeah, I really have been doing that, because I can't do it by myself. Mm-hmm. It's... You know, just there aren't that many people that want to help. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know? Well, yep, yeah,
3: I understand. Uh, but, you know, asking
0: others for help uh, and perhaps others that are helping, ask them to, if they know others to help because they're saying, you know, the help that you receive may also include important information provided by knowledgeable individuals so there's something that you, I'm feeling there's something that you're looking for for a next step and right. that that's why they're saying ask for help because it's kind of like networking so you put yourself right. in in the right place with the right people and something is going to you're going to find out something that you've been wanting information on on what to do for that next step and they're saying that you're yeah. under too much stress trying to create this on your own, both physically and emotionally, and it's challenging you. So surround yourself with friends and family who are willing and able to help to lighten the load, and that you will begin to feel better. And they keep showing me you're meeting someone, so through asking, like I said, you say there's not that many that want to help, but if you'll ask them if they have any friends that might be interested in helping, because there's a knowledgeable person going to uh, come through that.
3: You know, and that's really one of the reasons I'm calling tonight, because of your clairvoyance. Um, Because there is, there's a lot of, you know, the superficial stuff that I need help with that is just like normal, but Mm -hmm. then there's a lot of underlying secrecy Mm -hmm. about stuff and what people are doing around me that... I can't figure out without.
0: Well, Catherine, do you pick up anything on that for Sharon? Um, I, I, you know, I don't.
2: I would just say that my response, as I was listening to what you were talking about, was that sometimes, in my experience, stress can get in your own way of figuring out yourself what's going on. So the calmer you can maintain yourself. Right the more connected you will be yourself to find your way through that and to be able to receive guidance. Um, right. Uh, that's my, you know, that would be my Sometimes, thought.
3: Yeah, I asked somebody for help today, and it ended up, they were upset and ended up stressing me out so much that I had yes.
2: to kind of ruin my day. Probably, what I was picking up on is that you yeah, can lose a full day just in a state of stress, and if you're getting that from a particular individual, you want to steer clear of that.
3: Right, um, you want to cut right.
2: the
0: boards of that. Yeah. Okay, Sharon, we we thank you for that. helped you.
3: Um, yeah, thanks. All right, honey, thank you. mhm, bye
0: Bye-bye. Bye. We have Laura from New Jersey. Laura, are you with us? Yes, I am. Hi, dear. How are you, and how can we help you this evening?
3: I would like a general reading also from my angels. Okay. Okay.
0: Are you fixing to travel for the holidays? No. Someone, or someone is traveling to you from the holidays?
1: No. Or you're really happy,
0: <laughs> one of the two, because they're using the term you're flying. <laughs> so, I'm hearing you're flying. Maybe you're just no. really, really happy. <laughs> Not
1: that, that I'm right. aware Here's- of. <laughs>
0: This card flew out for you, and this card says compromise. So it appears that there, or it feels that there is a situation that um, you're wanting a happy outcome for the situation. And they're saying you'll find it necessary to compromise with that. Um, So allow yourself some time to become clear about what's truly important to you. Um, so that way you know what you're compromising is what I'm, what I'm feeling. So if you can allow yourself some, some time to be clear about what's truly important to you and take note of where you would be open to change your position so then with you can re- work toward an agreement with someone.
3: With regards to are they giving you any specifics?
0: I'm not really getting anything on specific on that. Um, it feels like, to me, it feels like there's a struggle between you and someone else. Um, I'm hearing personal, so maybe it's just a, a personal issue. And so the angels are just saying, if you are willing to compromise and figure out what you will compromise on, know, like they're saying is write it down and what you can give on and what you won't, then if you're open to cooperate, that that would allow you to get what you need while also assisting others in fulfilling their desires. So if you're objective about finding a balance between uh, respecting everyone else's viewpoint and still being true to your own viewpoint. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Catherine, do you have anything for... I
2: don't think so, I'm not. Okay. All right,
0: Laura, thank you for calling, dear. Have a good night. You too, thank you. Uh Uh-huh. We have uh, Jay from Canada. Jay, are you with us?
4: Yes, I am. Thanks for taking my call.
0: Hi, Jay. You're very welcome. How are you, and how can we help you?
4: Yeah, Thanks. Um, I just wondered um, what the angel is saying and what I should do. I had a bad experience at a funeral home. Was actually, uh, I was actually doing a lighting or candle lighting ceremony for my um, mom and my uh, best friend that passed on this year. And uh, what happened is that they they didn't say my name. I don't know if they could see it, but they didn't. They went over it. And then I brought a candle there. That I made at a hospice workshop, and uh, I was going to light it for the candlelight ceremony, but they lit it for me. And then someone was taking pictures of the altar with my with my sacred items on there without permission. <laughs> so,
0: sounds mm. uh, like they thought it was beautiful.
4: Yeah, well, it was just be- it's just because <laughs> there's no privacy when you're taking pictures nowadays. You don't right. have ask.
0: Oh, I know. The cell phones turn out and they're just snapping yeah. pictures. Let's see what the uh, general cards. All right. Uh, what the angels just <laughs> are saying is forgiveness. <laughs> that it, it really upset you and they're just asking you to... But it can work miracles. It can relieve the stress from you uh, if you release that because it put a weight and on your shoulders, kind of like it really irritated you is what it feels like. And so if you can forgive that, just let a sense of freedom wash over you and ask them to help you let go of it uh, because it did cause you sadness. It caused you pain. Um, it can also... Ref- Refer to the need for self-forgiveness. So perhaps there's something that you're holding on to that it's time to let go of any guilt you're holding on to regarding uh, the past or mistakes that you think you have made in the past Mm -hmm. and to give yourself credit for having tried your best even if the results weren't what you you would have liked. So they're saying Mm -hmm. if you can focus on the changes you've made since then that have made you who you are today. And the first key is, is forgiveness. If you can forgive, forgive them for, you know, I would say rudeness for taking the pictures of something that you created without your permission, but also there's something within yourself to, to let go of. Uh you know we all do the best that we can do at the time with what we have to do with. Okay, Mr. Jay. Yeah,
1: thank you.
4: Thank
0: you. Thank you. Have a good night.
4: Thank you, bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye, Cindy. All right, we have Belinda from North Carolina. Hello.
1: Hi, Belinda. How are you this evening, honey? I'm doing better. Well, good. You sound a little better. A little bit more
0: perkier. (laughs) Good. How can we help you this evening, sweetie? You have a a question for Catherine?
1: Uh, Just an angel message. Um, message. With these rough times I've been going through, I need a little bit of pick-me-up, I guess. That's what you call it. (laughs)
3: Some little positive energy going your
0: way.
2: Yes. <laughs> okay. This was a hard year for North Carolina, right? Mhm. With the the flooding, I was thinking of the flooding in North Carolina this year.
1: Yes, I was right. Yeah. That's exactly where I'm at. though. I yeah. was right in the middle of all of it.
2: Yeah, that's hard.
1: Yes, yeah, so and now okay. we're still under a flood from just steady rain and melting snow now.
3: Mm, and plus, she's been really sick. Yes, two months being sick. Well, I
0: was guided to pull an Archangel Raphael card for you.
1: <laughs> and the
0: card that flew out of the deck was Change Physicians. So the card that indicates that the health care professional you've been working with or the person for whom you're uh or you're talking for yourself, that it isn't effective for the situation, for, for the symptoms that you're feeling. So there's a prayer that just says, Archangel Raphael, thank you for leading me to the best healer for this situation. So Raphael's just saying perhaps it's beyond the training or the equipment capacity that it might be better to look for another physician. Yes, so I'm might going
1: need to, to get a uh, ear, nose, and throat doctor now. Okay. Well, I was just going saying. to a general. I'm going to a specialist now.
0: Uh-huh. So he's saying get a second or third opinion. Um, regardless of the reasons, Raphael is guiding you to a new healer who's better suited to the situation.
1: Uh, I definitely would love I'm the one that... <laughs> It's feeling better <laughs>
3: <laughs> Okay Well if you'll uh,
0: Message me and remind me Then I will send you This prayer that comes with this card
1: Oh I thank you so much write it. Down.
0: Okay Belinda I hope you feel okay. better sweetie thank, thank you Thank you for calling Merry Christmas
3: Alright
0: All right, we have a Facebook live Question Uh Bobby Dryer, and she would love a card. How are we doing there, Catherine? Good, good.
3: Okay, let's
0: see. So you know, I didn't get to ask you before I pulled this card. You're writing a new book, a new mm-hmm. novel, and it's the mm-hmm. haunting in Booth Bay Harbor. No, no, Maine. that's that's
2: not. No, no, that's not my book. That's,
0: that's not your the, book. Okay. No, that was the
2: Greg Latimer's book. I, that's he featured the. Um, I had written a blog the about it. The article. Uh huh.
0: Yeah, he included me in so the have book. You, have you? Have titled your book yet, or you're just writing a new book?
2: Mm-hmm. I have a title in mind, but I'm not going to say
0: it yet. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so do the spirits, the spirits that, um, have visited with you, do they play a role in your experiences in the writing of the new book? Um, a little
2: bit. I mean, you know, I'm still writing from my own experience, but I've decided to make it more of a fictional book this time and,
1: Mm. and,
2: uh, tell the story that way. It just, you know, it seemed to make more sense to do it that way for the next one. Um. But I think when you were asking me before if the spirits are still playing a role in my life, they definitely are, and they—I um, call them my spirit posse. And really, I just
1: <laughs> consider them my
2: guides. And then Thoreau, and then Brad's in there, and mm-hmm. and, and, and mm-hmm. it's funny because I'll go for readings, and um, you know, with other psychics, just, it just—it helps me to get validation for the you know things that I receive if I also hear it from somebody else. And uh, one of the last times somebody said that I was also channeling Latsu, and it made a lot of sense in the long run to think that he was a part of sort of the consulting force around some of the messages that were Mm. to come through in the book and that, Um, because he's very much, you know, in sync, and he's somebody that Thoreau would have admired and I could imagine the two of them hooking up on the other side and having good conversations, <laughs> you know, so
0: oh, I can't wait to uh, read
2: that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean that's a lot of what's um, I'm saying you know he i, I would imagine he helped to influence what the thorough whisperer became so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but the next one it also um it involves a lot of the overall
0: experience, but
2: again, I'm you know moving it into a fictional story, so
0: mm. beautiful. Okay, Ms. Bobby. let's see. Your card is Remain Positive. The angels are asking you to keep an optimistic attitude. There is a very positive momentum beginning to build toward the creation of your desires. You're speeding your dreams along by maintaining a cheerful and confident attitude. And it may seem as though your plans are taking a long time to manifest. But very soon you'll see a change. Don't allow yourself to lose hope when your dreams are so close to coming true. So that's from Miss Bobby, a Facebook live question, and then we have caller Annette from California Annette, are you with us? I am. I'm here. How are you this evening?
1: I'm doing well, relaxing, and listening to the show.
0: Good. And Catherine is here with us. Catherine, say hello. Hi, Annette. Hello. (laughs) Hi, Catherine. How can we help you this evening, sweetie? Well, I would really enjoy an angel
1: message.
0: Hmm. All right. Have you been waiting for some changes to come?
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: Well, the angels want to give you the message, big, happy changes. Big, positive changes are coming into your life. And you may find yourself on a new career path or entering a new relationship or moving to a new home or city. And they're just saying to embrace this excitement uh, knowing that your angels will be by your side all the way. So what, you're, what you are asking about within may require you to take just a leap of faith and just know that it may seem frightening or beyond your ability but trust that the opportunity before you are meant to bring you happiness. And these options would not have presented themselves unless you were ready for them. So release your fears and follow your heart for the big, happy changes that are coming.
3: That's a beautiful wow. message.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's really nice. So perfect and wonderful and
0: exciting. <laughs> awesome. And Catherine, are you getting anything on that for Annette?
2: No, it just felt right. I mean as you read it, that sounded right. It sounds like a good yeah, good things like are coming.
0: Fireworks oh. were going off around. It was just like this celebration and so I hope yeah. that it that that just brings you so much happiness into the into the holidays and into the new year and, and a new year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A new year, Day new mm-hmm. beginnings. Oh.
0: You're oh very, my gosh. very, welcome.
1: And, and I want to validate. I just want to validate that I have been really, really talking to my angels and really
0: asking and letting them know that I'm more than ready to receive. So that was so perfect. Oh, right. beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Okay. Have Thank a good calling. Holidays. Have a good night. Okay. Thank you. you too. Bye-bye.
1: Good night. Okay, we have a Facebook Live
0: question. Really quick, uh, Kelsey and David Jr. would love a card. Let's see what we get here. Being be guided to that one. Whatever it is you're worrying about, Kelsey, the angels are saying there's no need to worry. Feels like there's a lot of stress around you That you've been worrying about things And your worries and concerns Regarding your question Are unnecessary God and your angels have the situation Well in hand and it's going to turn out Perfectly Obsessing over this subject isn't helpful The energy of fear And worry only shows to Eventually Manifest The fear and worry So Angel said, Don't worry about it because you know if you're worrying about it, then you're drawing that lower energy of fear to you. And you need to just let that go and trust and visualize loving and happy outcomes and keep your thoughts positive. You know, we create our reality with, a, with our thoughts, our actions, and our words.
1: Mm-hmm. All right,
0: so that was for Kelsey, and you're very welcome, Bobby. And I want to thank you, Catherine, again. Uh, for coming on tonight. It was a pleasure having you on.
2: Thank you very much.
0: I can't wait. You know, I know our, uh, our listeners enjoyed listening to your story. So thank you for that. And I hope you've all enjoyed our show tonight. And again, thank you all for tuning in and sharing this time with us. You can join me back here next Tuesday, same time, same station, for a Holiday Angel Party. Until then, guys and dolls, I'm sending you blessings on angel wings. Have a great week, God bless, and good night all. Good night, Catherine. Okay, good night. Thank you so much. Thank you.